With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA-KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. George, we start with college football, as it seems to always be on our mind. And we thought at one point that maybe tomorrow was going to be the day that Ohio State would be taking on Illinois when the Big Ten had their revamped schedule. Obviously, that is not going to happen. We still don't know what's happening in the Big Ten. And even though some other conferences around the country are playing football, like the SEC, like the Big 12, like the ACC, uh, like the American or the Conference USA or the Sun Belt, we still don't know everything that is going to happen with college football, and that's where we start today. While the conferences seemingly that are playing football all seem to be on the same page, doesn't seem like people aren't on, are on the same page or maybe even in the same book when it comes to having to deal with coronavirus. It's, a, it's absolute chaos with college football, even though games are happening this weekend. Dude, this is a minute-by-minute thing. I mean, a tweet just came out from Carol Cummings, who covers – uh, Iowa State government and politics for our Iowa News Now just said that Iowa State had planned on having 25,000 fans at their September 12th game. Now no fans will be allowed. 
So <laughs> this is a continuously moving target that we find out new information for from every day. And the the probably the most troubling thing to to me was when I read an article in the Athletic today, and and after reading it, I was just I was just flabbergasted and surprised that the Big Ten did not have a plan. I'm I'm sorry the 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 Big Twelve and the ACC specifically that they did not have a plan. Like that was the scariest thing is that there isn't a plan surrounding um, how many COVID tests it would take for a game to be canceled, how many, uh, like any of these things, uh, how few that it can have at each position group before playing becomes unsafe. And, you know, when will games need to be canceled or rescheduled? I just don't understand what they've been doing the last few months there. Well, I I look at it, and the Big 12 is seemingly handling it different than some of the other conference, like the American or like Conference USA or like the ACC. And the word in the athletic piece was nuanced, where you would have uh, a lot of moving parts and you kind of have to get a feel for how things are going on, whether you're going to have a game. But the whole piece in the athletic started with a question posed to Manny Diaz, the coach at Miami, on what it would take for a game to be postponed in college football. And he didn't even have the answer. And he's the head coach of the Hurricane football program. So that tells you just kind of how crazy this is. But I'm not a big fan of the Big 12 trying to say we need to have 53 players available. Like, this isn't... This is not one of, yeah. yeah, this is not one of those situations you really do have to feel it out. Last week in the FCS game, they felt it out between Central Arkansas and Austin P and ended up playing that football game. That's what I think that you're going to need and it just basically comes down to the premise of this is it safe to play the game or not? And you and I have had this conversation for the last week. We've talked about how games actually seem to be the easiest to maybe pull off when it comes to dealing with this pandemic as opposed to what goes on on college life and college college campuses on a day-to-day basis. But I just don't think that there's any way that you could sit there and say, all right, we've got 53 guys we have to play when it seems like everything is gravy in this fall yeah. where everything is a bonus. And so if you, if you can't really put a number on it, it's just more of like, all right, is it safe to play? Are we good to play or not? And I would hope that both schools, if one school doesn't have all of their offensive linemen or have any of their offensive linemen, that the other school wouldn't be like, you know, tough beans. You got to play anyway. I think that we're all kind of in the, in the same boat on this. And that's why I don't like what the big 12 is doing. And I actually like how the other conferences are seemingly feeling this out. Here is the okay. Regardless of whether you are a person that believes that college football should not be played or that it's unsafe to play, or whether you are a person that says we should be at least trying, stomping along, and that it can be done, regardless of where you sit in that equation, the fact that they don't have a uniform set of protocols for each league is troubling. It should not be for each individual school to d- decide. Th- this is part of the my, my biggest problem with the way college football has handled the coronavirus to to date is the fact that there hasn't been a universal plan because there are so many varying beliefs from school to school uh, on those campuses 
on how things should be handled. So the the conferences, the ACC, Big 12, SEC, should all have uniform set of standards. Okay, if you don't have at least nine offensive linemen, then you can't play. Or or if you don't have at least, because people get hurt during games, people um, like they cramp up, they're not playing well, all of this. Like if you don't have a certain number at a position, particularly the offensive line, because there's a lot of people who would point to quarterbacks. Well, if you don't have a quarterback, well, there are wide receivers who've played quarterback at different times. People have had to put other people at quarterback. And while it's suboptimal, you can technically still play the game. But without offensive linemen who protect the running backs, they protect each other. It then becomes significantly more dangerous. Imagine putting a true freshman left tackle out against Alabama's top edge rusher or Florida's top edge rusher or the top edge rusher from any conference and expecting things or a walk on and expecting things to go well. So I think that there needs to be a uniform set of, okay, yes, you need 53 players, but you need certain amounts at each position group, which they have not set out or, or what percentage of the team, if they're quarantined or what, like it's just troubling the fact that they've had all this time and have not come up with any uniform procedures. And like you said, Manny Diaz being the coach of Miami being out in the dark. Well, these athletic directors are the ones that are going to be making the decisions on if a game is going to be played or not. And and I think that is that is an interesting aspect of it. For the simple fact, George, I would love to give coaches the benefit of the doubt in all of this and say that they would understand that if a team was decimated at a position or was down to their fourth-string quarterback, that the other team would be like, all right, I understand the situation. Let's see if we can move this baby into you know late November or whatever the case is. But I hate to say that I don't know if I should give the coaches enough credit to do that because then they would say, well, hey, they may want to take that that competitive advantage of of being able to play in that situation. So that's why I think it's good that it's in the athletic director's hands. But also with that, I mean, 53, 53 guys is not a lot of guys for the National Football League. You know, Correct. and I know that you're not saying yep. that that's the number. I know you're trying to say that they need to they need to set a number, but that's you know, like when you're looking at and trying to figure it out and trying to navigate, and you have no way to tell on how injuries are going to take place during the game. That's where I just I I could just go back to the nuance thing, like entering a football game with the roster that you have, you should be able to determine if it is safe or it is not safe. And it reminds me of when small high schools throughout the country have a small enrollment of their football program in numbers. Maybe they have, I don't know, 32 guys. My high school, I think we had 35 to 40 guys go out for football. And so if you lose 12 guys, and now you're down to 28, that, you know, that's that's pretty difficult. And you'd see certain schools being like, hey, we're losing 70 to 7. You know, we, we've, we've only got 24. It is not safe for us to play. We're going to call off this season. I think that decision is reasonable. I don't know why you can't do that with college football and just get a feel to be like, hey, we – we, we don't have any offensive linemen or we're down to six guys. We just don't think it would be great to take the field. And I, and I would hope that both athletic directors would understand that. I just don't know why you can set a number if you were these schools. It's such a crazy situation, and I know trusting someone else doesn't seem the thing to do these days, but I think that's the way that you have to navigate this in college football.
Okay, so who do you think should be in charge of making those choices? Do you think the coaches should be involved? You think it should be the athletic directors, yeah, presidents? Think, yeah, the, the athletic directors. Because I, I, as I said, I, I think I would love to give the coaches enough credit to be like, hey, we can't do this. But I also think that they would – Maybe they would try to. All right, if if you don't have your your, what do your you top mean, three quarterbacks, maybe. you know you know the answer to this. Dan. Yeah, <laughs> you know the answer to this. <laughs> Football to coaches them. want yeah. to play ball. Like I know that's just what it is. I know, and if the other it's team not is even down the to faults their, of their own, no, and if the other team is down to their fourth string quarterback, I can understand why that team would be like, yeah, no, we want to play them. We're good. Our numbers are good. <laughs> But you have to figure out you have to figure out a way of what is safe and what isn't safe, and that's why I think it's up to the athletic directors to do so. Even though they aren't impartial, I don't think that they have uh, as much invested in that sixty minutes of game time as opposed to the players and coaches that are actually on the field. Well, and we won't even know till Fridays. Once they're doing the an- yeah. the antigen test, whether Friday afternoons, whether the Saturday games will be played or not. But I'm cool so, with that. I'm I'm totally fine with that for the, for the simple reason of if if you don't have if you test a negative George and I test a negative George, we could go and we can sit in a car and we can cruise across the country together and not have to worry about it. As long as you, for you know, sure, we, you know. And so that's the case with these guys. Like as long as they're testing on Friday and they don't have those tests or not at the game, then I'm not worried about the game at all. So, so I have no problems with the, the testing on Friday. It's like, you know, when a storm comes through, you have lightning in the area, you got to call the game. Yeah, it stinks, but it's for everyone's safety. That's what I think that this sort of plan is as well. And that, that part of the plan, I don't mind. I don't mind that. I, I just look at it like that the, the biggest problem with returning to, to sports, which in college, which the – pro leagues were able to do because they had representation for their players. They collectively bargained how many, how often that they were going to do tests, the protocols under which games would be canceled or would not be canceled. The season would not be canceled. um, How medical bills would be handled, eligibility, scholarship numbers, all of this. And the NCAA has not, and the conferences have not put forth a plan. So then these these kids who all of these people said, let them play, they want to play, all of this. They can't make objective decisions without all of this information. And you've had a bunch of kids opt out, particularly at LSU. There are 85 allowed scholarship players on each football team uh, in, in college football, in FBS football. And LSU is down to 70 scholarship players, seven zero. That's 15 players that would ordinarily be on your roster who are some of the most elite athletes in the country. They're now gone for, for whatever reason. You've had a, a couple of them opt out to the NFL draft and Edger Ogeron said he may expect more. So now you're dealing with a potentially dangerous situation because there are injuries during the uh, season. You can't count on walk-ons. And now having players playing against some of the highest-tier talent, that doesn't sound like a good idea to, to me. But like I've said, I pray that these things go go well. I want them to go well. It's just hard to paint a rosy forecast when there is a potential, like you said, for lightning. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. We are sitting in for Doug today. You can get George on Twitter at George Reister. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can read our next guest at CBSSports.com. Been covering college football for a while. You can find him on Twitter at Dennis Dodd CBS. Dennis Dodd joins us to talk some college football here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Dennis, how's your Wednesday going? Really good. How are you guys? 
We are we are doing magnificent. Now, I, I know that there were preseason rankings put out, and there were preseason rankings with schools that aren't going to be playing football, but I want you to do this for me. Can you rank the three options that are seemingly on the table for the Big Ten to start their season? The October 10th that we heard from Dan Patrick yesterday, there was the late Thanksgiving rumor, there's the January start. If you could rank those in the likelihood of them happening, what order would you put those in? I'll just tell you what my reporting has right now. Um, while a Thanksgiving start has been discussed and is possible, most of the modeling now is around the January or later date. Um, it just looks like it's going to be too hard to do it in the fall. The, the October 10th thing from Dan Patrick was immediately shot down by Nebraska A.D. Bill Moose, he said, quote, there's nothing to that. Obviously, all this can change. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's where it is right now. The story got out Friday that uh, the Thanksgiving week thing had been discussed, and then it just caught on by wild, uh, caught on like wildfire to the point the president got involved. So um, I, I think it's a more conservative estimate right now, especially with spiking cases in Iowa and some other Big Ten states. So I wouldn't look too forward to a, a false start right now. Dennis Dodd joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Do we have George? Is George still connected with us? Yes. He's, okay. All right. There we go. All right. <laughs> Dennis, uh, I, I had a question for you. So yeah. the uh, we, we read in The Athletic today that essentially the ACC and the Big 12 are on the no plan plan in terms of how many tests, positive tests, or how many of a position group need to be uh, available to play a game? Like, are, is this something that's going to be worked out prior to games being played? And I think this is a terrible idea. Where do you stand? Well, uh, the Big 12, I guess, has kind of taken the lead on this. And you're right. It is, you know, kind of dangerously close to the season beginning for them to keep uh, just to be talking about postponement protocols, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, the Big 12 is looking at a model where it would be a 53-man roster, and that 53-man roster would be made of, up of different position groups. In other words, six offensive linemen, I don't know, five receivers. I'm just making this up, two quarterbacks. And if you lost any of those out of those position groups, then that would be the threshold. It would be a postponement. None of this is finalized. It's still being discussed. I think whatever the Big Ten, uh, the Big Twelve decides, maybe as soon as Friday, but maybe over the weekend, then becomes the template for other conferences. All the conferences have committees studying postponement protocols, but it seems to me that the Big Twelve is just just farther along right now. Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's George Rice, George Reister, the six-year NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer in for Doug today. Dennis, did did any of these conferences take anything away from what happened Saturday night with Central Arkansas and Austin P? Was there any info, intel gathered from that, or was that kind of viewed as just a, a one-off game to maybe bigger issues they may have to face? Oh, in terms of dealing with the virus? Yeah, just on how oh. you know the game under you know took place and those sort of things. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see any crowd shots, but I, you know, I'm pretty sure it was a limited 
attendance. It would have been anyway mm-hmm. for those two FCS schools. And the uh, I thought the I think I saw most of the time the head coaches had their mask on. It's going to be different in every conference. Sure. Um, one thing for sure is that you're going to see less people on the sidelines. The teams are going to be more spread out to observe that six-court rule. Um, it from game to game, school to school, attendance is going to change. We just saw Iowa State change today, uh, two days after saying saying they were going to have what twenty-five thousand in the stadium, and now not going to have any because of an outbreak in Iowa City. So, uh, no, I, gosh, one game, I don't think we could learn anything from at one game in FCS, which was kind of played in a neutral site in Montgomery, uh, Alabama. So uh, what's that going to look like when people want to tailgate at LSU or Alabama sure. and can't? You know, that's going to be outlawed, it looks like. Dennis, uh, we just uh, so news is broken about 10 UCF players that are opting out. Ed Ogeron has had two players opt out and said he expects more LSU players and they're already down to 70 scholarship players. What what is kind of the sense of surrounding some of these players opting out? And is this something that could really get in the re- get in the way of college football, particularly in the SEC or some of these other conferences starting up, which are is supposed to happen in just a matter of days. Well, there's two ways of kind of thinking of, about this. Um, you know, there's the UCF situation where ten guys opted out. I can't tell you why they all did it at once, but there was maybe one NFL prospect among that ten. The other part of this is if you look at certain draft boards right now, seven of the top 20 players that are projected to go in the top 20 in next year's draft have either opted out or are highly rated prospects in the Big Ten and Pac-12, and you would just assume that they wouldn't play. I mean, why would they put their bodies at risk months before the draft if they're a top 20 prospect? And then you've got the LSU situation with Jamar Chase where COVID – gave cover to agents to go in and lobby for him to come out. Does that make sense? In other words, wow. yeah. they, they couldn't have touched him. He would have had to play football this year, his third year of football, to get to the NFL. But what they were saying to him, you're a top five choice. If you play, you could only go down. In other words, you get infected with COVID. You blow out your knee and end your career. You've got enough on film. Come on out. And he agreed with that. I know the LS. LSU folks were upset because his dad had said earlier in August that he was definitely coming back. So something kind of changed in a three-week period. And they were doubly surprised and hurt because it's going to cost them an APR point, academic progress, because school had started, he was enrolled, and that's going to hurt their overall APR scores at a school, I'm told, which has quietly struggled with that. You know, And the the bottom line on APR is if you get low enough, you can get a postseason ban. Do I expect LSU to get a postseason ban? No, but it's a concern at LSU. So he was was he working out with them, and then the outbreak is, and then he decided to opt out. Was that the, or, or yeah, do oh, I have it was, wrong? He was a full go at LSU. Yeah, yeah. He, that, uh, it, man, he had told them I I broke the story Sunday, but it's been some days before that that he had told Coach O and the team that he was opting out. So no, he he was right there. Yeah, that's that's a, you know, and, and to the points that you made, and, and and I guess to the points that they got in his ear, 
there was there was a lot there too. I mean, you lose your Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, you know, from yeah. from your from your season. So it's not that it was it, it was one of those head scratchers because you know you could see it was a very you know good point. But yeah, to your point, I thought he was in, and I honestly just felt it was a pure COVID thing where he's like, all right, I don't want to risk this, but it's just more interesting that maybe yeah, uh, well, it wasn't COVID per se. In other words, uh, UCF was COVID per se. They were concern, concerned about health. Jamar Chase on opening um, and wanted to preserve his body. Well, let me just I, I just want to follow up, George, quickly on an LSU thing, and then I'll let you dive in. With their outbreak on their offensive line, is, is that that was one of the things that we had talked about when we didn't know if there was a college going to be a college football season or not, when we talked about it in the spring and the summer of what happens when a whole position unit gets affected. Well, how is this being dealt with? And, and are other schools going to be looking to LSU at how they do this? Or or where does that stand now? Where, where it was 14 of the 18 scholarship players that uh, they believe had tested positive? How is that working out in Baton Rouge? I, I don't know how that is, is working out at LSU right now. I can only assume it's gotten better. Sure. They're practicing. Uh, all I knew was what you guys knew. They were down to four offensive linemen because they were either quarantined or had tested positive. I don't know where that stands. That's a two-week quarantine, you would think, for those that tested positive. So I don't know what that is. I do know, and it just came across, Jamie Newman at Georgia is opting out. You know, projected starting quarterback. Whoa. There's a whole new debate. Yeah. So, I, so I, I have been a person that has said that I that I thought that after the the, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 opted out, I thought the, the the one conference that seemed to be the most trying to be the most responsible and the most prudent about its decision making seemed to be the SEC. And Greg Sankey has been kind of conspicuously quiet the last week about things, especially with the LSU outbreak, what's going on on Alabama, South Carolina's campuses, having to cancel practice. And now you hear this about Jamie, Jamie Newman. Like, is there like what circumstances would lead to the SEC canceling? And do you think that that is a possibility? Oh, I think it's a possibility all over. I mean, I guess that's why I tell people when they ask me about the season, I say, I think there'll be college football games. I don't know if they'll complete the season, just just because of everything we're talking about. And and I think they've done a great job in the SEC, frankly, now that we can stand back and compare and look overall. he's uh, Greg Sankey's been very upfront with a lot of candor. Um, he's basically said, if you read between the lines, if we have to cancel, don't blame us. You know, you, you idiots who didn't wear your mask and, and had these outbreaks are preventing us from having a season. He's not said that out loud, obviously. But what he's doing is he's building a cushion where he can't be criticized and the league can't be criticized. Because there will be, you know, the Wahoos who will go crazy under, under any circumstances if SEC football is canceled. But I thought he's been a, been a very, a, very uh, a calming voice in a storm. They've gone about it the right way in steps. They're testing three times a week. In other words, telling the populace, if it shuts down, we've done everything we can um, to, to to mitigate this. So don't blame us. As a Big Ten guy and talking to a lot of my Big Ten fans and, and friends or and family, I think that's what they wanted from their conference. 
and they didn't get. And I think that they're a little jealous of the SAC for that matter. Whether there's a season or not, I think that's what the Big Ten wanted. Dennis, we appreciate the time. I know this stuff changes every day by the hour, by the minute. So we appreciate it. We know your time is precious, but thanks for coming on today. You bet. Thanks so much. Dennis Dodd, college football reporter, CBS Sports. Find him on Twitter, at Dennis Dodd CBS. The Jamie Newman news that uh, he broke uh, was the Wake Forest transfer. That was the odds-on leader to be the starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs this year. Now not going to play in 2020. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you very much, Brian. Last night, it was a thriller at the end of Game 7 in the Orlando bubble. This was the call, courtesy of the Altitude Radio Network, for the final possessions of the Nuggets Jazz game. Donovan Mitchell spins on Harris, gets to the dotted line, lost the basketball, loose ball down to Jamal Murray, Denver's got the numbers, off to Craig, layup no good, rebound down to Gobert, you gotta hurry, two seconds left, three-pointer Conley, missed it at the hard, let's bring on the LA Clippers, let's go Nuggets Nation, come on! Denver wins game number seven by a final of 80-78! to Oh man, that was that was so awesome last night. That was like that was absolutely great. But I do feel a little bit, and they all got to laugh about this, George. And I know you disagree with me, and I'm sure Michael Malone disagrees with me, and I'm sure everybody else disagrees with me. But Tory Craig was correct in going up for the layup in the final seconds for the Nuggets, even though he missed it. He made the right play. I'm sorry that is he he did the right thing even though his miss may or could have cost the Denver Nuggets. Um there's a famous Jay-Z quote in from a song Dan and I think that that it applies right here. Is it uh you No, what? I was going to say is it uh like uh I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Is that with the line, or is it no, different? No, okay. no, that doesn't apply. Right, all right, right here. It's true, but <laughs> um, you just said that everybody else thinks you're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he has a line that says, "If if you think everybody else is is crazy, then you're the one who's insane." <laughs> so <laughs> it, that was the absolute low IQ basketball play but not by Craig because Craig was already on the way to the basket when he got past the ball by I believe Jamal Murray so Craig should have dribbled the ball out after but he his momentum was going to the uh, basket and he just did what basketball players do you get a pass on the way to the basket and you lay the ball up so I'm only going to give him out of the 100% of credit for a bad play he only gets 30% of the bad credit because he still had an opportunity to pull it out and and dribble out the other 70% goes to Jamal Murray (laughs) He dribbled all the way down there. He's the point guard. He's the leader. And he lost his head at that point in time. He he got razzle-dazzled. He got caught up in the moment. He was, you know, he, he, I, I remember I was watching it. He's dribbling down court speed, dribbling. I'm like, I, I had to relook at the score because they were moving so fast. I was like, I thought they were ahead. He made, he J.R. Smithed me. Well, he that, made me forget what the score in the game was because he did something so bizarre 
that it didn't make any sense. So I'm giving Jamal Murray 70% of the blame for that bonehead play of laying it up. And then, and then Daniel Craig missed the layup. Well, so Tory he gets Craig 30. Missed, uh, yeah, yeah. Tory Craig. He gets James 30. <laughs> he gets 30% of it because of a missed layup and because he could have dribbled the ball out. But it's Jamal Murray who was at fault right here. This, okay. This is, this is why I am all for attacking the basket it basically was a three-on-one maybe even a four-on-one fast break it's not like there were under five seconds left to go either there was still time on the clock there were more than five seconds and if you were to ask me and I know Jamal Murray shoots free throws at about an 88 percent clip so you would like to say that he's automatic but those are also free throws at the end of a game seven with the series on the line there is added pressure in a game where the offenses just weren't good for either team the easiest basket that you can get is a layup and Torrey Craig's layup one layup to me is more likely to be made than two free throws and so for, for them to get the bucket to go up four when Utah didn't have any timeouts to be able to to convert in that in that moment, he makes the layup game is over with. Like there there's no, no doubt it's not. you're done. Yes, you, it is. No, it's, it's not. over you with. It's have, completely over with. It's no, four you points or any timeouts. You actually have more of an opportunity to then set up, run a run a play, get a long pass. Here is the difference is that if Jamal Murray, if he pulls it out, gets fouled, then the youth, then the, the Denver Nuggets, uh, because Utah had no timeouts, they would have had to go the full court because he was likely to make both of those free throws as an 88% free throw shooter. So then Denver can get their defense set up. And then, like, and then they have to take it the, the 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 full court as opposed to getting the rebound, running down on uh, un, unimpeded. And we know that's why coaches don't call timeouts. That way, you can get a running start at the defense. They almost had the, the disastrous situation happen because they went with your plan, Dan. This is if, if the layup is if the layup is more of a sure thing than two free throws uh, with the game on the line in a game seven. I take that every single time, and you're up four. There's seven seconds. There's no timeouts. You could still – it's not even about setting the defense. Utah Thank really doesn't have an coaching. opportunity. If you miss one of the two, you give Utah then that – this was the – this was so far out of the realm of possibility that he happened to miss the layup. That's the whole deal was that that With was that so sort of far thinking, from, from the, the, the chance of happening that it, it, it it's – it's not even in the realm of possibility. The best odds was to make that layup go up four and you're done. So I have with no problem with that. With that sort of thinking, Dan, with, with that sort of thinking, if you were an NBA coach, you would be right back here with, with me in about a season or two. I'd be I'd be winning championships because I keep the foot <laughs> on the gas. That's what I do. You pull it out, there's still 5.4 seconds left to go in the game. It's not like you can run the whole clock out. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't know what you think, and this is natural, you know. But I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Back. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. George, the six-year NFL vet. George and I also get together every Sunday afternoon on Fox Sports Sunday at 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 2 o'clock Pacific here on FSR. But uh, glad to have you with us on this Wednesday. Uh, George, we're not going to do this next segment alone. We need the help of the man, the myth, the legend in a segment we like to call Game Time. is game time. Game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Before I bring in Brian Fenley, I want to let you know that today's Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Blue Emu. Blue Emu packs of maximum pain relief, works fast, and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended. Odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu maximum pain relief works fast. And you won't stink. Brian Fenley is at the news desk. What game do we have today, Brian? We got a game. 
real news, fake news, guy. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so here's number one, former Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon. Is it real or is it fake? Did he sell his Super Bowl 43 ring for $138,000? Let's see. Okay, here's the deal. Well, Super Bowl 43 was won by the Steelers. So that's 53. What I, oh, 53. oh, it's 53. Okay, you know, it's been a go. while since I've known my Roman numerals. I, I only, go back to fourth grade. I only I only use Roman numerals. It makes my, <laughs> my check writing very, very confusing, but thank goodness that's on its way out. Um, I'm going to say that's real news, George. What do you think? Real news or fake news on the Josh Gordon deal? I think that that sounds like real news because I know that I, I don't think he played in that Super Bowl and it may not mean as much to him, and he's also been out for a while, so he may need the money as well, so I'm going to go with real news. Yeah, it is real. It was sold at an auction, and by the way, Dan Byer's freshman yearbook picture went for 50 k in an auction as well. It did because it, it, it has this little cookie duster mustache because <laughs> oh. I was told that if you shave your mustache, it'll grow back thicker, and I was so afraid that it would come back like Tom Selleck's. <laughs> And so, so the freshman year got the little old cookie duster there, the old the old picture. Oh, I'd like to see that. Guys, a Bills Mafia member, here's one for you. Can they now RSVP to slam themselves through tables? Real news or fake news? Mm, George, you want to take the uh, lead on this one? You, uh... Dude, this sounds so absolutely outrageous and terribly silly that I'm going to go with that it has to be real news because the the Bills Mafia they regularly slamming themselves through tables and act like uh, WWE superstars so I'm going with real news I'll agree with that. It, it, guys, it is real. The online right. sports book, my bookie, is making a bubble. And yeah, like George said, think of it as like a future WWE scouting combine. All right. Well, form- oh, quickly, go- yeah. uh, it puts a new definition to table reservations. Oh, That's, uh, that, gosh. Yes. You've been waiting all day to get that but one <laughs> <laughs> We got a quick one. You got the last all one. All right. So former LSU running back, Leonard Fournette, does he have a younger brother, Leonard Fournette, who also played at LSU? Real or fake? That's real. That's real news. Yeah, that's absolutely real news. That is real. Lennard one carry for one yard against Vanderbilt last year. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the Danny DeVito in Twins. That's oh, right. Oh, man, he's the Frank Stallone. Uh, thanks very much, yeah. Brian. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.